We're very minds all the time. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? I um nothing's wrong. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Like um, I just I'm scared of coming across as like a a bad person, and I think that does stem from like I guess my trauma and stuff. But my psychologist made a good point where it's like you are completely allowed to feel these emotions, like. You you don't need p- permission from someone to feel these emotions, especially the bad ones like anger towards someone else.、Um, and he said the only thing that makes you a bad person is if you act on those emotions, if、That's、you、true. punch that person or you you know are cruel to that person somehow. That's the only thing. So like obviously, we all know that we're not going to act on these emotions, but I think we get caught up in going, oh, I'm angry at this person. I'm not comfortable with how that feels. And I feel like a bad person because I don't like this person, or I'm angry at them, or you know, whatever it is. And we need to stop doing that、um, because you're perfectly, perfectly, it's perfectly acceptable to be angry at someone,、yeah. um, you know, as long as you don't act on that anger. And so I think when we start to do that, we will start to process that emotion better. And when we sit with it, we'll be able to actually.、Um, I guess get over it almost,、uh, in a healthy way. You're listening to the JJ segment. Follow my journey and let's talk FND. Oh, so tell me what's going on down your neck of the woods? What's going on with you?、Mm, not a hell of a lot.、Um, I have been actually feeling because I'm still, you know, eating quite well.、Um, Drinking heaps of water, not drinking anything else other than water.、Um, I've been trying to do as much exercise as possible. I took the dog for a walk yesterday. I've been doing yoga, been doing stretches,、um, been got my little pedal from Kmart, the little、nice. you know, little thing、nice. that you just put on the floor and pedal your legs with.、Um, I got mine. I honestly. Yeah, good. <laughs> it's it's、um, anyone in Australia listening. It's from Kmart, and it's like I think twenty four dollars or something. Yeah, it's、um, expensive, which is really yeah,、cool. yeah, yep.、Um, I actually used to work at Kmart, and so I knew of these even before I got FND. And they were selling out like crazy because all of the physiotherapists were telling, especially elderly people, telling them to go buy them. Um, so we, they were selling like hotcakes. Like we were constantly sold out, and it's just funny now. You know, it's weird. It's like that cycle, circle, <laughs> circle of life. Like、yeah. oh. circle of life. Yeah. Now, now I need it. <laughs> I'm the elderly <laughs> patient. <laughs> Hang、yeah. on, no, you're very young. No, no, no. I'm、Sorry. the elderly. I'm the geriatric. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just it's funny,、um, but yeah, I definitely recommend them to anyone listening in Australia. Go to Kmart.、Um, I just got bought mine online. It came in like a couple of days.、Um, actually,、yeah. my mother-in-law was kind enough to buy me it, which was really really nice. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, she's really supportive. She's so nice.、Um, so yeah, I've been using that、um, pretty much every day.、Mm-hmm. Just just doing like simple things. I don't push myself. Like as soon as I start to feel pain or I. And really, really grow really tired. I um, stop, um, but I'm noticing because I'm doing it in increments. I'm noticing that I'm getting 
better and I'm able to last longer the next day and then the day after that. Yes. Um, but yeah, like definitely don't push yourself. Do even if you just do two minutes, that's fine. Like, cause you're at least still moving your body. And um, even if it's just a simple stretch, yeah. um, stretching is actually extremely good. It gets the blood flowing. It gets your muscles working. Um, and obviously it stops you from being stiff because a lot of us have problems with being stiff, especially from being immobile. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, like I've got some like favorite stretches of mine. I really focus on my legs because my legs are like the worst part of my body, especially my left one. Um, So, yeah, I've been doing that. I have lost in about, I want to say about 10 days, I've lost about four kilos. That's amazing. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. I've got to see, I've got, I don't want to like brag, but I've got a fast metabolism when I actually use it, <laughs> when I let it do its thing. Um, and I don't, yeah. Um, so I've been ignoring the hunger pangs, especially like after dinner mm-hmm. um, where I'm like, oh, I feel like a tea and a bicky. Like I don't do that anymore. Cause I just, I know it's not worth it. Um, so yeah. I've been ignoring that and just like eating dinner and then nothing else. And if I do want something else, if I really do actually feel like intuitively that I need something else, mm-hmm. I'll have a piece of fruit. Um, it's all about the mindset, isn't it? It's more, yeah. Like, oh God. Yeah. Really <sighs> focusing on the, why you're doing it and yeah. you know, the outcome of as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, in such a short amount of time. I mean, I, I 100% I've lost um, water weight. Like that's definitely something because as you're drinking water, you lose water weight because um, you're flushing your system regularly. So even if you just um, uptake your water consumption, because um, I think a lot of people don't drink as much water as they should. No, you don't. Um, like you, you yeah. don't consciously think about it, but when you actually no. you take notice, it's like, oh, actually I really don't. Yeah, yeah no, for yeah. sure. And, you know, there's, um, you can actually get bottles these days and there's one brand actually called, it's called Bottle, um, and it actually syncs with your phone on an app and it reminds you to drink yeah. more water and it'll tell you like, hey, you've only had this amount of mils, um, drink up, like what are you doing? <laughs> Pretty much. And so for people with FND, especially like with memory issues and stuff, I think that's like a really neat tool to use if you do struggle to remember to actually drink water um I don't have one yet because obviously I don't have the money to splurge on something like that but I've just been making sure just you know just keeping um conscious of how much water I'm drinking yeah um it it helps because I think the more water you drink the thirstier you get um so you do want to you know keep drinking water because your body knows that it needs it um I still have coffee and tea um, no sugar in it, but I will still have, you know, those things, but no cordial, no soft drink, no, you know, other sweet juice or anything like that. There's a big misconception about juice being good for you. It's not unless, <laughs> I guess, unless you even make it, you're making it yourself, but even then. High for yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. High sugar levels. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously a different type of sugar. It's not refined, but it's still, um, you know, you still have to watch your sugar intake. Um, And you're not when, obviously when you're drinking sugar, um, not sugar, when you're drinking fruit juice, you're not getting the fiber with it. And that's the whole point of eating a piece of fruit Mm -hmm. is you get that fiber. Um, Yeah. So that has been like my little health journey this past like week or so. Um, 
it's just good to like step on the scales and notice that you're actually, you know, working towards like the weight that you want to be again. Um, I got into my jeans the other day that have been a little bit tight um, and they were like fitting comfortably. And I was like, oh, <laughs> It's nice. a good indicator, isn't it? It's like yeah. you step on the scales and you go, oh, I don't really know. But, you know, physically, when you fit into something that you weren't able to, that's such mm. a good feeling. Like, yes. Oh. Yeah. Look, like with, with scales, it's just a number. I don't really care about the number. It's more about how I feel within myself and how I feel when I look in the mirror. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone should have that, um, you know, p- perspective because you can get a bit obsessed with numbers um and it can be a bit detrimental to you know you your mental well-being as well as your physical well-being um so yeah I do implore people to be like you know careful with that um if you do believe that you might have like an eating disorder or anything like that definitely seek professional help Mm -hmm. uh, because there is help out there for people that are struggling with those very real issues yeah um but yeah so obviously I want to say I'm sorry if I've triggered anyone talking about weight. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, because it is, it, it is can be issue. obviously a hard subject can, for some people. Yeah, it can, it is. Um, and it can be an issue for people with chronic illness. And Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 yeah like uh, I've 100% noticed um, even just like, um, even if I didn't have N- um, FND, I feel like just because of my endometriosis, I would still have issues with my weight, mm-hmm. especially with like my, my bloating in my endobelly, all the inflammation inside my stomach, inside my abdomen. I've always got, I always look like three months pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> um, like most of the time, especially around my cycle. Um, and that's something that does get to you, especially when you have a history of, you know, um, miscarriages or abortions or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's not nice. It's not something that you really want to, um, you know, live with every single day. But unfortunately that is, of reality for a lot of um you know women or people with uteruses um so yeah like it's it sucks because it's like you know you want to look good and feel good but you've got these illnesses that are like no (laughs) I know know. actually when I was um when I was first diagnosed I think it was like the first or second year I was uh, actually raising that point because I was going look I've lost a lot of weight and I don't want to gain it all back on and yeah. um, at that time when I was going through home rehab they go they went well we'll get connect you to a dietitian so the dietitian said look because you can't exercise as much you really have to focus on your intake and mm-hmm. um, you know what your input is because you yep. can't exercise yes um, so this is what you have to do. And it's exactly what you're doing right now, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think we, we also need to know that your food intake is the biggest majority of how you're going to lose weight. It's not actually exercise. Um, obviously, exercise, exercise does play a part, part um, yeah. but it's can. not. If you yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, if you can. If you but can. it's not the majority. That's the thing. It's what you're actually eating. Um, and the, the amount that you're eating too, I was eating the same amount that Alec was and he is, you know, six foot two, (laughs) you know, big boy that needs that because he's working 40 hours a week and he's constantly working off all the food that he eats. And I was matching him with how much I was eating Yeah, and I'm five foot four. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't do anything. I mean, I do as much as I can, but um, you know, I'm in bed. I'm bed bound a lot. Um, yeah. you know, I want to say a couple of times a week. It used to be all week, every week. Um, for a while there. So <laughs> that's the thing. That is the that is the main thing where it's like, hang on a sec. I'm eating way too much for actually what I am, like who I am <laughs> as a person. I and um, yeah. I know it it does come back to like that comfort eating, that emotional eating. That's what <laughs> I was doing. I know so many yes. people do it. No, myself um, included. Like I'm still yeah. trying to. Yeah. You know, it sucks. I say stop, you know. Yeah. Try and it does. divert it and swap it over with something else, you know. Yes. Yeah. I think distraction is a really healthy tool. Um, if you do feel those hunger pangs and you know intuitively that you're actually not hungry, you're just wanting to eat because, you know, you're not feeling too good that day or whatever, yeah. um, distract yourself with something instead. Um, whether that, you know, that's like a favorite hobby or like a TV show, movie, whatever. I know you want to eat during. <laughs> watching things that I generally do <laughs> but I I've stopped that oh. um buy nuts yes. people buy nuts if you are feeling snacky don't get a packet of chips buy some like See, roasted nuts that was my mistake that was my look there okay on the weekend there was riots around the nation and I mm-hmm. felt so awful and I ubered myself gay time popcorn gay time <laughs> That sounds amazing, but it was it was, <laughs> and I was like, naughty. I, I am emotionally, oh, this feels so yeah. <laughs> Look, I do, I do want to point out that I, it may sound like I'm preaching to everyone, but we need we need to um, remember like this is only for people that do actually want to lose weight. If you're comfortable with who you are, what your body is, the size that you are how much you're eating, what you're eating, that's okay. That is perfectly fine. Like I am not trying to make people feel bad about, you know, their lifestyle. But mm-hmm. I'm just talking for the people like myself who were getting a bit uncomfortable with, you know, how they were feeling, how they were looking, that they couldn't yeah. fit into their favorite pair of jeans. Um, and, yeah, so that's the only reason, you know, why I'm saying this. If anyone is taking offense to what I'm saying, please know that I support you with, you know, whatever food journey you're on. 100%. Like I really, I'm not going to dictate what someone eats. That's awful. <laughs> I feel, I feel as though a lot of people will actually resonate with you. Yeah. Right I, yeah. 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 I think, yeah. I think even like healthy people just because of COVID, you know, <laughs> yeah, that are like, you know, do. housebound. Yeah. They're, they're experiencing this sort of chronic illness life in a way because they can't go out they can't do what they usually do so it's like yeah welcome to our world <laughs> this is, they this want every day. out they went out and we're like yes we want out too yeah <laughs> um but nuts yeah i guess water yes nuts nuts, nuts water, water fruit distractions um yeah. what else is there um swapping and also portion yeah the yeah, portion sizes. Um, I feel like if you're feeling um, like something sweet, just have, especially after dinner, I know that's when my sweet cravings come. Um, and it's especially around my period too. I really crave chocolate. And we do need to know um, you crave chocolate when you're low in iron. So making sure that your iron um, levels are doing okay. Mine never are because I lose too much blood <laughs> every single month. Um, but take those iron supplements, take ones that have vitamin C in them if you can. 
Um, if you go to GoVita, the supplement store, there's actually a really good one. They don't make you constipated. They're a little red round pill and they come with vitamin C inside them. So vitamin C actually helps you absorb iron better. Um, if you can't get one with vitamin C in them, just take uh, vitamin C tablets as well. There's chewable ones, there's swallowable ones, whatever suits you. Um, so that is something as well um, that may be able to help your chocolate cravings if you are, especially a woman, low in iron, because I am all the time. <laughs> my iron, my body just doesn't store iron. That's really bad. Um, so yeah, so just have that piece of fruit after dinner if you really can't go without something sweet mm-hmm. or even just a cup of tea. I always feel like without sugar. I always feel like tea um, for some reason just helps me like not feel like something sweet anymore. I don't know what it is. Um, also, right? It's also filling a little bit as well. Yeah, no, exactly. It is. Yeah. 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 And we like tea is perfectly good for you. Um, even if it's not like the little amounts, even if you just change from like milk chocolate to dark chocolate, you know, mm-hmm. like just you don't have to go like full on right away. You can ease yourself into it. And there's um, flavors as well, like the yeah. flavors of tea. And yes. um, you can also do the cold infusion, and then <laughs> FND and speech, cold infusions, cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the cold infusions, yeah. Yes. The iced yeah, tea, they're my yeah. too as well. Yeah, no, they are nice, aren't they? But, yeah, there's so many different things that you can do. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, what you're comfortable with, what you're happy with doing. Um, I've gone like completely cold turkey with my sugar intake. I've just completely cut it out. Obviously I'm having fruit, so I'm still getting sugar. Um, but yeah, so obviously if you don't feel comfortable doing that, you don't have to, you can really ease yourself. Like instead of having two, um, you know, teaspoons of sugar in your tea, cut it down to one and then eventually cut it down to half and then maybe, um, to zero. Um, but yeah, like I, going back to the emotional parts, uh, especially like the emotional eating and everything, we may as well like segue into something else that I wanted to talk about today. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to discuss, um, it's kind of piggybacking off what we talked about with Maggie and Deb the other day. Right. Um, and it's essentially like I've been talking about um, this to my psychologist and I did last week. I saw him um, on Friday and it's emotional issues and I pretty much discussed it and I was like, it almost feels like I have a mood disorder now. Like it's like almost as if I can't regulate my mood properly and I can't control, you know, my emotions properly, especially anger. Um, and he said, look, you don't have a mood disorder. You don't have bipolar or anything like that. And I was like, no, I know I don't have bipolar. Like that's a bit, you know, drastic, but extreme. Um, what are you talking yeah, about? Bit- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I've been, I have been having, <laughs> I've been having really bad anger issues oh. that where like, I just, I think it's because I bottle it up and then I just explode. Um, so I've been, was talking to him about it and I was like, what do you think? Like you're a psychologist saying so like, what's your you know take on this? Mm-hmm. And he seems to think that F and D very well could have a big effect on our emotional control, I guess, and, and emotional um, 
regulation and you know all of that sort of stuff so and it makes sense because I guess when you even think about like how the emotional part of the brain the amygdala and the other emotional parts of the brain I don't know what they're called but how they take um effect on the motor regions so they hijack the motor parts of our brain especially with functional seizures stuff like that it does there's the connection right there yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it, 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 it doesn't really um, come across as something really far-fetched when you think about it for us to have sort of mood issues because um, I think our emotional parts of the brain are a bit, I don't want to sound horrible, but they're a bit funny. <laughs> they're not really. They're not really. You're funny. Um, <laughs> as in interconnected then, I suppose. And you're quite right there because everything – is connected to the central nervous system and the functions. So if yeah. you think about it, the pathways, um, yes. they're all miswired and misfiring. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, he seemed to think, he was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense, that FND could be causing emotional issues. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you heard that. My dog, my dog just stepped on a cane. <laughs> um <laughs> She's like, I want to be in this podcast too. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, so um, my issue is mainly with anger where I just get that angry that I just, I don't know, I just crack and I don't become myself because I, I feel like I'm quite a mild-mannered person and I have been for most of my life. Yes. Um, Obviously, I have had issues like with trauma and stuff through childhood and then into early adulthood um, where I didn't process my emotions properly. And I think that is one of the very big reasons why my FND um, was set off or formed, whatever. I don't know. Um, So it does make sense to me that not only is FND playing a part in like my emotions, but also it's almost like it's catching up with me because I'm now working on. You're learning. Mm, You're learning. Yeah. I'm working. On, <laughs> I don't know if I'm learning properly. <laughs> just thinking about, well, I, look, just thinking I about how think I'm slapping, like, but. I don't think there's a proper. Um, no, true. On, you know, how to handle your emotions. Number one, anger. Now, this is how you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number one, rage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now feel it in. Um, yeah. No, uh, I, I think um, anger is a very big emotion to deal with. At the And, you know, when mm. you're feeling it and when it can just get out of control, really, um, or yeah. in the heat of the moment. But um, especially now and um, with what's happening, especially around um i get the sense and the feeling that everyone especially is more heightened um uh, yes in patience as well and and <laughs> yeah. uh, even in like the shopping center or like you know in the in the grocery you, you could just cut it's kind of palpable you know the impatience mm. of everyone mm-hmm. you know, they just don't have it anymore um, no. So you can actually be a little bit influenced by that and the situation that you're in too. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think like anxiety does manifest as anger as well, um, mm. especially in me. I know anxiety presents itself differently in um, different people, but 
yeah. me especially, I do get very angry when I'm anxious because I feel like I'm backed into a corner and that's the only way I can like react. Yeah. Um, but I'd be interested to know if other people with FND are having like similar issues. I know we did talk about it with Maggie and Deb. Mm-hmm. They both said that, yes, they completely feel okay. like, you know, their, yeah, their emotional issues are a lot, um, I guess, stronger. Heightened. heightened yeah yeah I'd say heightened I'd yeah say heightened and um you're more sensitive I think as well but I think you, because you're always on the fight and flight mode too yes yeah well that's another good point yeah because you're always on the edge of what's going to happen next right mm-hmm. your body you're always on the okay I'm watching out for signs and symptoms of another flare-up or another what's going to happen because you don't know and at the same time you're trying to input what's happening with everyone else around you so yes when you react you it's always sudden for me Mm -hmm. anyway so my emotions are like always fluctuating and yes it's a roll it's a massive roller coaster it is yeah yeah. and it, it it it's just it's annoying that we can't really do anything about it um I mean, I'm doing what I can with seeing a psychologist and stuff, but. Tranquilizer. (laughs) Ketamine. A a blanket (laughs) over the head. No, but like. That that, that song that was on the Big Bang Theory. Sweet. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Soft kitty, warm kitty, little ball. kitty, (laughs) (laughs) There's that. I guess, yeah, I guess you can find outlets. I feel like I need to take up like boxing or something because I feel like I need to punch something when I'm that amped up. I just need to fucking... (laughs) (laughs) No, but I do. Like I get, I'm quite, look, I can be really, really fiery. I can get fired up super easy um, when I am fired up. Not that it happens often, but it is happening more often now you know, with my FND and stuff. And it's, it's just really back. It's really no, like, scary, it's... like automatic. You can't hold mm. it back. Yeah. And it, it, it especially happens when you're overstimulated. I, um, for example, I had, um, we were on the lounge watching a show and Alec was just mucking around and I wasn't in the mood, you know, I just, I'd found out, um, you know, my auntie had passed and, there was just, yeah, a lot happening in my head. There was also something going on with my horse and I was just like, what the hell? And Alec was just, I guess, trying to cheer me up because he always does. He tries to make light of situations. And um, I guess he went about it in the wrong way. Not that it was entirely his fault. He didn't know how I was going to react, but he came in my face and was like, <laughs> just being silly. Oh, dear. But his face was in my face and it, my... um. I guess, yeah, like I just completely had like this overstimulation where it just got too much. And um, I snapped and I just yelled like, shut up at him. And I just like got up off the lounge and like had to get away from the situation pretty much. And then he was like, oh, it's all right, darling. And he like went to come like towards me and I pushed, pushed him away. Like I threw out my hand and I pushed him. And, you know, I heard him because, you know, I was quite um, hard with my push. And then I completely, like, snapped out of it. And I was like, oh, my God, like, what? <laughs> what sorry. the hell just came over me? Yeah. yeah. 
but he was quite upset by it and I don't blame him because that's, you know, it's awful. And yeah, I just, I felt like an awful person and I was like, what is going on? And I guess like that is sort of um, made me talk to my psychologist about it and be like, what is going on with me? Like, do I have some undiagnosed <laughs> disorder? Um, but yeah, he doesn't seem to think so. He just seems to think that FND does have some, you know, correlation with emotional issues and it does, it makes perfect sense. It really does. And like the amount of people that I've, um, like every single person that I've talked to so far, far with FND says, yeah, they have issues with, you know, emotional regulation and controlling their emotions, especially the more, I guess, um, bad negative emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that simply came from just too much stimulation. So I think, I guess, I know that that's one of my triggers of just like absolutely losing my mind, um, not to be, you know, yeah. insensitive well, about no, <laughs> how, how I'm talking, but. No, um, it makes sense. Yeah. It's because um, I know that if Leo is too noisy or my mm. kids are too noisy, my body can't handle it. And it, yep. like to a certain point when they get too loud, my body reacts already and I just. Yep have to walk away from the situation a little bit or tell yeah. them, can you calm down a little bit because mummy's starting to get on edge. Yeah. I, you know, I need, I need to quiet a little bit, you know. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like you have like a visceral reaction to it. Mm. Yeah. Like it's like a, I definitely, I understand like the feeling that you're talking about. It's almost like a tingling and you feel like a tension. Yeah. yeah you're almost um, on the cliff edge. Your yeah. body, your body cannot hide anymore it's like a lie detector mm. it's so yeah it's so unfair because you used to yeah. be able to just like you know keep your cool everything's keep your fine calm, <laughs> yeah. You know. oh, yeah everything's fine and inside it's like oh my god mm. and um you, you're able to like keep calm but now your body just gives away you know it mm. takes, it's it's something else it it gives away every emotion and every yeah it yeah it just no, there's no, there's, <laughs> there's no, no filter, filter anymore. anymore. There's no wall anymore. You, you know, yeah. you, can't, you can't hide. I guess like it's hard. Is it sort of a good thing? <laughs> we're, we're, we're very phones all the time. <laughs> What's wrong? I, um, Nothing's wrong. What are you doing? Yeah. About? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Like, um. I just, I'm scared of coming across as like a, a bad person. And I think that does stem from like, I guess my trauma and stuff, but my psychologist made a good point where it's like, you are completely allowed to feel these emotions. Like you, you don't need p- permission from someone to feel these emotions, especially the bad ones, like anger towards someone else. Um, and he said, the only thing that makes you a bad person is if you act on those emotions if you punch that person or you you know are cruel to that person somehow that's the only thing so like obviously we all know that we're not going to act on these emotions but I think we get caught up in going oh I'm angry at this person I'm not comfortable with how that feels and I feel like a bad person because I don't like this person or I'm angry at them or you know whatever it is and we need to stop doing that um because you're perfectly, perfectly, it's perfectly acceptable to be angry at someone, yeah. um, you know, as long as you don't act on that anger. 
And so I think when we start to do that, we will start to process that emotion better. And when we sit with it, we'll be able to actually, um, I guess, get over it almost uh, in a healthy way. Yeah. And it won't come out in symptoms. That's true. You're meant to be able to, anger is a natural feeling, Mm. like happiness, sadness. You're you're not meant to totally eliminate it like we try to eliminate it eliminate COVID. exactly um but totally, <laughs> <laughs> but you're meant to feel the anger sit with it for a little bit and process it right mm. but then afterwards deal with it and um one person said to me that when you have anger as well sometimes when you point the finger at the person that you're angry at the issue is also at yourself too. You, oh, yeah, gotcha. And then you've got to yeah. deal with why you're angry at yourself as well. And it's that- like the Coke bottle. Yeah. I can't remember the exact analogy, but it's something to do with the Coke bottle. And essentially what it is is if you're feeling this emotion towards someone, um, you have to sort of look at how you're reacting to what they're doing because you are in control on how you react to a certain situation, to what someone's doing. Um, and, yeah, so <laughs> there's something to do with a Coke bottle and I guess it's, I don't know, I can't remember the whole thing, but it, it, it's super smart and it's pretty much just telling you, like, hey, you're, like, really, you know, angry at this person or whatever it is, um, but look back on yourself, like you just said, and because you can actually control how you're reacting. Mm-hmm. You and can you choose. can actually choose. You can to, choose to yeah. do what you do. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You can choose. Yep. Yeah. Have that <laughs> choice. Yeah. Yes. That's- like it's not, yeah, it's not like something that's completely out of your control because you're, it's how you interpret it. It's how you're, you know, viewing it yeah. as a person. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just, I've always found that analogy like really interesting and I've never really I've tried to like put it into practice it's really hard because you do get caught up yeah. um especially when you feel really wronged by someone I guess because you're like no they're in the wrong they've done everything wrong I am you know <laughs> I've done nothing I'm the victim here but oh, I, I've, I hear you <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, I hear you. But, you know, there's other like there's other ways that I've dealt with anger as well. Um, you know, and maybe some people here may have done the same thing, like they've walked away um, as mm. soon as they realize how enraged they are. They go to the other room and they start screaming at the pillow. Yeah, <laughs> muffled pillow screaming or skipping <laughs> or stomping the feet or doing like a little tantrum like a, a toddler that's <laughs> <laughs> and getting that physical anger out mm, um yeah. yeah but that kind of does help or listening to pantera oh or was yeah <laughs> the heavy metal yeah and oh like, yeah and like, uh, yeah for sure and See, that's the thing. I um, that's why it. I feel like I need to like take take up boxing, like get like a punching bag or something. I remember seeing something on the news, and it was essentially like I don't know if it was on the news, but it was on the show. And I just remember sitting on the lounge with mom laughing at it because 
it was pretty much like, hey, if you have anger management issues and like you need to get it out, um, just get a tennis racket and hit your mattress with it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, look, when you're angry, the last thing you want someone to say, stop and breathe. It's going to be okay. Uh Yeah. Why don't you meditate? I mean, you're not going to do that. (laughs) You're going to pick up that racket and be like, "Ah!" yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But But, um, I mean, those are the reasons why, like, those businesses before with, like, uh, you know, those things where you can break things, you know, that you mm, stop and then you. Oh, I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, I've I think always that wanted to do that. They would have flourished because there's a lot of angry people <laughs> willing to break stuff. <laughs> I think it is um yeah. yeah, it's really it is it's it's good to get it out um in a healthy way, obviously not like bloody stress ball like this and punching people. Yeah, stress ball's a good one. Yeah. Um stress ball. But yeah, like just don't I think also the person just <laughs> I think also just like being being gentle like with yourself and just like thinking yeah. I know this is sort of going into the area of like just meditate and be calm um but <laughs> you need to be aware of the emotion and like why, why? you're feeling it um yeah. and just be aware of where it is in your body I know I feel anger in my chest a lot it feels like there's like a weight on my chest mm-hmm. um and it does go into my stomach and it does like you know feel like it's swirling my guts and then I get a tingling in my arms um Jeepers. So even you just like, you sound like you're feeling constipated and then you're going to have a stroke. <laughs> oh, that's not right. That's not I'm Elvis. The um, <laughs> call triple zero if you feel like that. I turn into Elvis on the toilet when I'm angry. No. And then go to Kmart and get the pedaling machine. <laughs> get the pedaling machine. Just pull my little heart out. No. I. But it's good actually. It yeah. actually is good to feel it where it is in your body. Um, and then, yeah, you can do like a little exercise where you just think you can even, you can literally just think about taking your anger out. Yeah. You can just imagine it and it works. I promise you I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it with my psychologist and it works. Oh, the things that you would have done. I don't want to see that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing uh, is, I think what we're saying is, you know, at the present moment in time, when you're angry, Deal with that emotion, but don't hurt anyone. Um, and you can reflect on it afterwards and see what you can work with, you know, and try and resolve it as well um, for yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. essentially, um, Jess, you're amazing. Because that's, oh, thanks. you know, I think a lot of people, especially with FND, do have anger issues well we are angry because well, emotional issues doesn't really matter what it is yeah anger issues as in anger Mood issues swings because, well f and d is we're pretty angry with f and d i'm pretty yeah that too f and d yeah like, why did it take away my life like the, or what did it do yeah. to my life you know mm. nah. yeah yeah 100% and, yeah. but like just just be aware of how you're feeling I think that's like the major thing and also be aware of how you're treating others just don't take it out on other people um because I'm you know I've I've been there I have done it and sometimes I still do it and I I feel really bad for Alec because he's sometimes like my punching bag but mindfulness um yeah yeah just be Be mindful mindful. yeah 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 okay um are wonderful people they are yeah 
sometimes yeah you're right they are the punching bag and they don't deserve yeah you know not at all Mm. but um I think like at least like starting that discussion with your caregiver um or your family member or whatever and just let them know like hey I can lose control of my emotions quite easy um it may be due to fnd um and and just like keep them aware of it too just know like if I do snap I'm really really sorry um just give me like time and I'll most likely come and apologize you know 10 minutes later or whatever absolutely um recognize this within yourself too yeah 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 Mm. but yeah just be conscious I think that's like the major thing just be conscious of how you're feeling um don't let like things get in the way of like how you how you're feeling (laughs) just recognize what you're feeling even you have to have to keep like a diary like an emotional diary like today I felt sad and it felt like my guts were twisting (laughs) or whatever (laughs) again I I recommend Metamucil but you know what (laughs) just joking um actually I do recommend my FND um that my FND app that's really good because they've got Mm. the journal there that part it says so how are you today and they've got like all the smiley faces yeah actually just pinpoint which one you feel yep I and you know you could actually put the journal in as to why you are feeling the way that you are and that's yeah no exactly yeah yeah that's another that's actually a really good idea um yeah just not that we're promoting any or sponsored by any app or anything no but no it's there yeah but it's it's there it's a good tool it's a really good tool yeah um it's good even just for um you know your your specialists and stuff to look back on Mm. Just like with your symptoms and stuff, like, oh, when was your last seizure or tremor or like whatever? And you can just, if you don't remember, look back on the app and be like, here it is. Um, I have the app, but I don't use it. I always forget. <laughs> I have the app too. And I just like, I recently um, had a good flick through it. I was like, oh, actually, this is it's pretty good. good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. it honestly is. I yeah. used it for like the first couple of days. This is ages ago when I was first diagnosed because, um, one of mom's friends has FND um, and she recommended the app to me. And I was like, literally like probably the day after I was diagnosed or you know, oh, something. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sweet. And yeah, I looked at it and um, I was like, that's pretty good. And I used it for like two days and then I forgot. <laughs> good old FND. You forget about <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> but it's a good app. If you're, if you're a fan of apps. And you're like always on your phone and stuff. Definitely, um, yeah. Yep. It's a good but one. the good old traditional piece of paper and pen is also very reliable. And yes. Yeah. yeah. See, I think I'm old school like that. Yeah. Me too. Because <laughs> oh, I write a hell of a lot of notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But thank you so much, Jess. Because you're right. Um. We can control some things in our lives with FND. Not everything is lost. So, you know, if in regards you feel as though you've lost, um, you know, your control with your weight, not really. You can, you still have a way in controlling that. And mm. so, you know, your emotions too. If you can recognize something in your life, find a way to actually take hold of it or yeah. you know, recognize it at least. Yeah, I think recognition comes before, you know, taking a hold of it um, because that's the first step pretty much to getting control, getting, yeah, exactly. Um, 
But yeah, no, there, there's, you know, so many aspects in our lives living with FND that we are not in control of, but there are a few things that we are. It's just um, up to you whether, you know, you're ready for that. I think it does come down to whether you're ready. Because um, for a while there, I wasn't ready to look at how, what I was eating and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Mindset. It's in the it's in your mind. <laughs> Mindset. Yes. Oh, the, the yeah. And it's okay if you're not. Don't feel guilty if you're not because it's okay. Like your time will come when you're ready and then you can. Um, it doesn't have to be today. It doesn't have to be tomorrow. It doesn't even have to be like next bloody month. Yeah. Do it when, when you're ready. When you're ready. My voice just cracked. I'm a prepubescent boy. <laughs> I feel like... Do so- it. When you mean? <laughs> prepubescent boy. Yes, namaste. <laughs> I feel like we're namaste. <laughs> now enraged. Oh, no, my pedestal now. They start pedaling away. <laughs> Actually, no, they really got really good rollers as well for your back. Just letting you know from Kmart. Mm, yeah. The foam rollers, yeah. I like doing them on um, like the front of my thighs. It hurts like a biatch, yeah. but it is really good. It's so good. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. And stay tuned for this week as well, because hopefully we have the third episode of the pregnancy series. So stay tuned for that. Thank you very much. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to the JJ segment. Please subscribe to at Jet on Instagram and stay tuned to more JJ segments on the SMD podcast with Debbie. You can find more information on functional neurological disorder on these websites, www.neurosymptoms.org by Professor John Stone and also SMD Australia support services at www.neurosymptoms.org fndoz.org.au Continue to be an FND Warrior Advocate and learn more about FND. The FND Podcast is proud to be the FND Australian Podcast Series. Thanks for listening. Until next time.